0: Hello and welcome back to the Orange County Inside Water Polo Podcast. I'm Dan Albano with the Orange County Register and OCVarsity.com, And I have a special guest with me here on the podcast today. And that is, uh, uh, Redo- uh, excuse me, Palace Verdes coach Patrick O'Brien, one of the uh, top... Coach is out of the South Bay, and he's going to help us preview Saturday's CIF Southern Section Finals coming up on February uh, 25th, Saturday, in Irvine. And, uh, Coach, thanks for jumping on the podcast, and it's uh, great to have you on the first time. I hope uh, first of a few times. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. I listen all the time, so I'm happy to contribute. Well, thanks, Coach. Uh, doing an excellent job uh, at your school there at Palos Verdes, and you know uh, a couple of the schools that are hooking up with Orange County teams in the finals very well uh, from your uh, from your Bay League, which was uh, certainly an interesting league this year. But let's uh, let's get right into it. Uh, Division Four Final is a team that was from the Bay League. You played them, I believe, twice. I think you split with uh, Peninsula. Peninsula is 19-6 overall, taking on Canyon, the number one seed in Division Four. Canyon is at 24 and eight. This is the 10 o'clock game. Peninsula is the number three seed in the division. A lot of drama before the uh, playoffs with Peninsula. They actually the first draw that came out because of a clerical error with the. With the Bay League, they actually weren't in the draw, but they found their way in the draw, uh, where they, and, they were, and they've done a great job to get to the finals um, for the second time in school history, I believe. But, Coach, what can you tell us about Peninsula? What do you think of this matchup? I think it's going to be a great
1: matchup. Uh, second time in school history. The last time was back when they played Cardinal Mar when they were loaded up in Division II. Um, it kind of echoes back to some of that time where that Peninsula team was led by a really strong goalkeeping, and so is this one. Kirsten Hazard is the force behind that team. She's a senior goalkeeper. She's been the starter all four years. That team runs as she runs, and as it has been all season, she is a tough thing to deal with. Uh, as you said, we played them twice. We split. Both games were 6-5, but she is a monster back there in the goal. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, thought... yeah, go ahead, coach. Sorry. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, and she's, she's where it starts, but they have, some, they have some very good field players as well. Lucy Abel is their leading scorer. She's a junior, she's a really fast counterattacker. Uh, I, I think Kirsten is second or third on their team in assists because she is usually feeding Lucy on these counterattacks, and if you're not ready for it, she
0: will take advantage every time. Well, that's interesting. You know, um, yeah. And Lucy uh, um, has over has 110 goals. Uh, the Peninsula's is coached by Albert Arcia, former uh, standout at Long Beach Wilson. And uh, interesting enough, not uh, not surprisingly for us water polo diehards, Lucy's cap number eight. And I think uh, I think Albert played with a pretty well known eight at Long Beach Wilson, uh, probably Tony Azevedo coach. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I went on to play against them at UCLA. That's right. My freshman year, got to see them play in that final. <laughs> they epic game. That's right. Uh, well, I, you know, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about Canyon, and we can uh, maybe contrast what the style matchup would be. What Canyon likes to do, they're the North Hills champion in the in the finals for the first time. They're a very well balanced team. Um, not a lot of glaring weaknesses. They like the. They have a good center in Kendall Montgomery, who's a physical presence, is good at establishing strong um, position, but uh, t- deep at two meters. And then what Kenny likes to do is press with uh, girls like Kylie uh, Stablin, Emily Gonzalez is a good guard, Madison Weber is a good defender, but they really do a good ni- nice job of uh, of Defending and pressing against their opponents. Haran uh, uh, um, is their goalie. But what do you think about that matchup where you have a good center in Kendall Montgomery but a team that really likes to um, play fundamentally sound and press hard?
1: Yeah, I think that is definitely where this game is going to come down to. One thing that was really good at is making you play their game and they, due to Kirsten in the cage, love to run some drops. Okay. So I think looking to take away the center play, but I mean, Canyon has five girls who over 30 goals in the year, so it'll really come down to when they run their drop, is Canyon able to hit some of their outside shots, get some some momentum, or are they able to create
0: some counter-attack 2-on-1s or cross passes that are able to cross up the goalie from that hard press? Yeah, well, he we talked about some technical adjustments uh, and some challenges for Kenyon that they're going to encounter, and uh, just underlies how important it has it is to have a good goalie, um, you know, in water polo, and, and we've seen that especially in uh, in girls water polo. But I mean, goalie is such an important spot. We're uh, joined here by Palos Verde's coach uh, Patrick O'Brien, and uh, he is uh, giving us some insight on some of these. Uh, uh, finals coming up on Saturday, uh, February 25th at the World Aquatic Center in Irvine. Let's move on to the next one, Coach. Division Three. another team that you're familiar with. This was the Bay League champion, I believe. Redondo Union, 28-3. and 3, Spectacular record. Uh, they are the number Two seed against number one seeded Ville Park, twenty three and nine. Redondo has, you know, got that great record. Two of their losses against Shurt, which is in the Division Two final, but. Um you uh, you like this team, Redondo. You say they're a lot of good seniors on this team. Uh, they like to press and counter-attack as well. But what can you tell us about Redondo that seems that they having a great um, year and they're in the finals for the first time?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this team, it's the strongest Redondo team I've seen in the 10 years, I think really done a great job bringing this team together. Uh, they've been building year by year, and it really has come to a head this season. But they do have strong senior play with uh, seniors like Caitlin Harris, Maddie McCaw, and the McGuy. We're all looking to play at the next level next year. Uh, I think they really have been working hard and are looking to cap off this four-year run they've had with this championship game. But it's counterbalanced by, they have two freshmen that start for them as well. They have Julie yeah. Anhoff, who is a great uh, all-around player. She often ends up guarding the other team's number one scorer. And their freshman goalkeeper, uh, Wainwright, is, I forget, been that's what her name is. I apologize. Uh, she's doing a phenomenal job, especially as a freshman, stepping in and playing huge for them. They really rely on their defensive pressure and counterattack, similar to what you're talking about with Canyon. They really like to run a press into a drop if they need to, but they, they like to play one-on-one with you and then trust that
0: their six girls are going to be able to out-counter you, and they're just going to wear you down over the course of four quarters. Interesting. This could be a fun game because uh, Little Parks, led by uh, Lindsey Peterson, who's one of the best counterattack Girls in Orange County um, Swims well uh, Turns opponents well Very very good in one on one position Can finish She likes to get out in the open water Sometimes they'll release her early That was actually a pretty risky um, uh, Move they made They were in a little trouble In the uh, semis Against Rigetti uh, Late in the second half They were down 4-2 on Wednesday and one of the goals of, the goal that really sparked him was on the counterattack. Uh I'm sorry, they were Bill Park was playing five on six. They were they were man they were player down and they released Pearson early to offense, from defense to offense, they got a big block from their uh, senior captain, uh, Morgan Stewig, their goalie, and they fed the outlet pass to uh, an open. Peterson, that move caught Rigetti by surprise, and Peterson got a goal that ignited a nine goal run, nine straight goals for Ville Park, and they won that game um, going away. So they like to get out and counter. Sometimes they'll. Um, They'll try to do some of these kind of unorthodox uh, moves that you kind of see in high school sports, the high school water polo, I should say, with the releasing the defender early, get a, you know, uh, get, uh, get some speed up the pace. But Bill Park's got some firepower with Bree Portales and Victoria Vega, about 80 goals. But what do you think about that, where, uh, Coach, where you see, you know, do you think this could be probably a pretty entertaining game? Two teams that like to counter. Um, Brie Portales is pretty forceful at two meters. Um, and, you know, there's a senior goalie at Villa Park and Morgan Stewig. Absolutely. I think I think this is
1: going to be a really fun game to watch. Both teams have a very high-powered offense. They like to play fast. They like to get out and go. Uh, I think one thing that will play to Redondo's strength is even if Villa Park tries to mix it up with some distance, Different tactics and change the game on them. One thing the Redondo does it very well is they communicate well. Okay.
0: I think they're really primed and ready for Saturday's game. Should be a clash cuz Ville Parks they're uh their, their girls were motivated to win their first uh, final. They are a two-time um, Division II runner-up, uh, another Division II runner-up to Ville Park, uh, I'm sorry, I mean, to Coran Del Mar, just like you were mentioned, Peninsula. Ville Park was a two-time uh, runner-up to Coran Del Mar in Division II in 2003 and 2006. So um, I know those girls are motivated, and uh, should be interesting. Uh, what's the uh, crowd like? Because that's one of the elements... That will bring into effect uh, i think their park has a pretty nice following they can get pretty fired up at that t- nice 2:30 uh, start you think redondo will have some fans to you know they, they might need to be prepared to, to kind of counterbalance some of that energy oh, I, I definitely think that school
1: travels well i think they will be there too represent the South May well. Um, I think
0: they, they have a very good parent presence, but also student body presence travels well for that team. So I think it'll be a really great environment to watch that one full game. All right. Well, hey, last question here. Uh, last set of games here to, set, to cover here. And we appreciate joined by Patrick O'Brien, the uh, coach at Palos Verde's Girls Water Polo and Boys Water Polo. Uh, we're previewing uh, Saturday's Southern Section Water Polo Finals with the girls. Division 1 coach is uh, going to be the 5:30 game at the Wool Aquatic Center. It's going to be San Marcos, uh, the third seed, 26-5, and uh, taking on number one seed in juggernaut Laguna Beach, 30-0. Laguna Beach looking to go undefeated for the second time in three years when their third title in four years in division one um, some pr- pretty good uh, star power in this game coach with uh, Aria Fisher the Olympic gold medalist playing for Laguna Beach Bella Baldridge your Stanford bound teammate uh, lefty at uh, four year varsity player at Laguna and then in San Marcos has got USC bound Paige Hosschild who's played a lot for the national team Brittany uh, Prentice is going to Michigan what do you think of this uh, 530 D1 game coach
1: I mean, if, if you enjoy watching water polo, I think this is a game you have to be at, or you have to be trying it. You have to watch the tape up because there is just so much high-level talent in this game, and it, it's hard to it's hard to pick against Laguna with their record and the dominant fashion that they've really had that undefeated record. I think they're so balanced, they're well coached, but don't count out San Marcos because pace is one of the most impressive high school girls players I've seen in a long time. And there, she's got a lot of other players working around her. And I really think they're going to be giving it everything I have to try and knock Laguna off. And, and as we saw last year, when Laguna got to this place, it, it, anything can happen when you get to that final game. And it really, or, it, sorry, it was the semifinals for them last yeah. year, but it, it it truly will be a fun game to watch because both these teams play at such a high level and
0: execute their game plan and make adjustments to each other's game plan so well I think it'll be really fun to watch Yeah, I've been been, uh, I was definitely impressed with what I saw from San Marcos in the semis uh, Coach Chucky e. Roth is doing a great job. Really, he's built this uh, San Marcos team into a pretty powerful program. They got a couple uh, juniors and, and 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 lower. They have some young players in addition to those seniors we mentioned. But uh, you know, Laguna Beach is. It seems like they're on a different level, though, with the way they're passing the ball so unselfishly. Um, Aria Fisher is a, is a true ace uh, on the top of her game. She's she's just a game changer. Um, she's coaching the team out in the in the in the pool with a very vocal leadership. Just a really powerful player. But it will be interesting to see how much. Um, you know, how much Paige and um, Fisher, uh, who have played together on the national team, um, connect. And, and that's a good question for you, maybe, coach, is that, you know, you let's put yourself in the underdog where maybe a lot of strategy is going on. You're San Marcos coach, Chucky Roth. Do you try to um, – do you put your best player – Paige Hosschild on on Fisher and try to take or limit Fisher Um, do you think about what that might do to the uh, to my you know Paige's uh, entire game if she's got such a big assignment Um, do you try to focus on trying to shut down a few other uh, Laguna girls and just kind of uh, accept that you know Fisher's gonna get hers and you wanna try to stop other girls what would be your strategy uh, dealing with Laguna Beach and, and specifically Aria Fisher with your with your top girl page. I, I think I mean you have to understand that no matter what you do, a player like
1: Arya is gonna get some goals and you have to be able to live with that. But you also can't let her win the game for them. So you have I think you have to match up, try and keep the game score low, try and limit because their offense is so prolific beyond Arya with all that great perimeter shooting and they have great drivers and they just have as you're saying their communication and awareness of each other and how they play it even has them working together as such a formidable unit you really have to do everything you can to just have everyone step up and just play your game because if you try and change too much at this point just to try and match what they're doing you really can end up hurting yourself by getting a much star power and you know their names but I think these teams have played each other and obviously with all the girls playing on the national team together they know each other very well and so I think you have to ride a little bit of what got
0: you there and just try and keep that score low because when the score is low anything can happen yeah exactly yep this starts with defense and that's something we're going to be just doing great they're actually holding teams to about three goals a game um, so I'm expecting a, a big victory for uh, Laguna uh, Finishing off this ride Saturday I think it'll be bittersweet for him though Because a lot of these senior girls will really miss playing with each other And I think, you know, hey, Santa Marcos had a great year First time in Division One Finals They're not going anywhere They're from the very tough Channel League with, with those Pueblos And that, you know, Powerhouse Santa Barbara Water Polo Club So um, that should be... Uh, you know, if you're a young player or any you play high school water polo, age group water polo, watch those Laguna girls pass and uh, see how much joy they have in the passing game. Um, I think any coach would like to see that, right? Oh, absolutely. When you have girls out there playing for each other, there's nothing better. Exactly. Well, Coach, uh, I think we found our South Bay expert. It's uh, it's yourself, Patrick O'Brien from uh, Palos Verdes. Coach, thanks for uh, jumping on here on the podcast, and we look forward to uh, bringing you back uh, once we get to the boy season and you know giving us uh, some expansive view of the uh, you know Southern California water polo. We're all connected, right, Coach? Absolutely. It's a, it's all one big happy family, and especially now with uh, the new playoff format. It really is fun to
1: see these new matchups, and it makes it so we're obviously up here in the South Bay, not as many teams as down in Orange County. But
0: it's fun to get to see all the different matchups, and I just think it's going to be a great day of Waterfall polo tomorrow. That's right, Coach. we you know we got to we got to know it. Uh, it's great to know what everybody's doing, and you s- helped us inform us. You've helped inform me, and we appreciate, it, Coach. And congrats on your season, and uh, best of luck to you in the future, Coach. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me on. Thank you, Coach, and thanks for everyone for listening to the Orange County Water Polo Podcast.